0: Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinions.
1: Pop Pinions.
0: I did say that quietly. Yeah, you
1: did. You're all of a sudden you were like and I was like, Are we supposed to talk quieter?
0: Episode
1: I wanna say fifty four because I wanna say studio fifty four.
0: You missed that chance last week. Crap. Yeah. Fifty five? Fifty five. That's fun. I like that you still clarified just to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) That I really wasn't messing with you and be like, oh, no, it's actually 57.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, I don't know how I lose track, but I do. 55. 55. Honestly,
0: I could be wrong.
1: You could. I don't think you're wrong.
0: I could just check my notes. Yeah. It won't take me that long. Yeah. 54 is the last one.
1: So next is 55.
0: Yeah. Like, that's what we're doing right now.
1: Yeah. So 55.
0: Break break down the fourth wall. (laughs) This is episode 55. Okay. We're both really tired. I
1: know. I'm tired and I'm hungry.
0: We had a we we I had a long day. You always have long days. I always have
1: long days. These are always my typical long days. Only I didn't eat because I didn't want to be burping or just it digesting while we're doing this, so I haven't eaten yet and I did a class at Orange Theories and I worked all day, so I'm feeling a little loopy, but I think it's going to be great. I'm really actually really excited about this one like I had so much fun and there's so many um for our th- theme at the end or whatever we do the segment at the end there's so many questions like i can't wait to see what you did Mm -hmm. like i'm just i'm just excited it was fun it's good
0: uh so i feel like that kind of answered the how we're doing because that's what we usually ask yeah i'm fine yeah um yeah you're just fine yeah i'm good um i'm going to bc in a couple days you are
1: what when this airs i'll be in bc on a plane
0: well no that's when we're, we're recording as you're in bc yes while you're on the plane
1: see it can still work if i lived out there
0: it could. It's very easy. Zoom is very easy. I just you just have to get a microphone. Yeah. so sound nice for everyone. Yes. Uh, so to, today we're gonna do our top 100 movie challenge. I actually, feel like do you feel like we're quiet? I uh, feel
1: like you're being really quiet tonight. Like mm-hmm. you were like.
0: I'll, I'll turn us up.
1: Yeah, you were. All of a sudden, you were like,
0: "Welcome back." <laughs> so no,
1: no, you said "Pop Pinions" really quiet. Okay. You're like, "Welcome back, Pop Pinions." <laughs>
0: our top 100 movie challenge a clockwork orange and amelie yes and then we're gonna do so we did the signatures a while ago i feel like we still just call it the signatures even though we're gonna do a double double dip but yeah we have we picked 10 actors so we'll do uh their signature performance and in our opinion their best well they're both our opinion so signature and best
1: yeah unless they're the same i
0: only have one that's the same so me too yeah. I think it's going to be the same one. Oh,
1: my God. That would be so fun. Okay. Um, should we be honest about our movie challenge this week?
0: Oh, uh, that we...
1: I watched one and you watch one? Yeah. Okay. So, we just did. So, um, I watched the trailer for Clockwork Orange and decided that um, I was good with not having that in my life. It looks good. It, you know, or just... It looks like it's quirky and weird, which is usually generally up my alley. But after City of God last week, which I really loved this movie. However, after that, I decided I didn't need any more like violence for a week or so. Yeah. so. And
0: what was your other deciding factor? Uh, Who was the director of the movie?
1: Oh, Stanley C- C- Kubrick. Kubrick
0: who we just we know he's he's out it's, there
1: it, he is out there and listen I love out there because I love like Wes Anderson like I love out there but this is like it's just it's too it was just too much like I was like it's not my thing I want to watch Amelie and then you were like I probably don't want to watch that one because it's a kind of a well it is a rom-com so you're kind of like I don't really want to watch that so we we're like you do one and I do one
0: I, I do have I do have a bit of an argument back that okay I do like romantic comedy S- you do
1: sorry you do but- Yes.
0: They need to be more funny than romantic. I almost need a comedy romantic. Okay. It's more my speed. Like Friends with Benefits. That's right. like up my alley.
1: This. Okay. So who wants to go first?
0: <clears throat> um. Oh, I was going to throw before we do our top 100 movie challenge. I was going to throw out. Not that we plan to talk about this, but Survivor's back.
1: Yay. I know. It's what a great um, it, 41. 41. We're on 41 seasons, and we've watched almost all of them. Like, we love Survivor, and it's 41. Yeah, 40. Anyways. I think it's 41. I think it's I think 40, 40 was, was all the – Yeah, it was all the big winners, which was such a fun one, um, except that all my people that I liked got kicked out. But this one, they've, they've – For anybody who is kind of like – survivors the same whatever they have made so many changes and they've upped the game and they're like the diversity of the teams is even better i find like normally they're the cute little 20 year olds and you know like f- and it's fine i still like the show but i find now it's like a little more diverse and it's nice to see kind of all ages and races and like i really enjoyed it like i was really um I like I just was so excited again. It was nice. I mean, we also haven't had it in a year and a half, so that could be part of the excitement.
0: But it, it, is, it has always been our show. Yeah. For as, like as long as I can remember, because he watched it with dad. By the time he stopped watching, it was the time that I started watching it.
1: Yeah, he only watched a couple seasons. Because for him, it was like it's the same, which I never understand that argument because... There's new people coming in and new dynamics and there's new like for me, it's still exciting. Yes, it's the same show. I get it. It's the same as football is the same. It's the same sport, but you have different players like for me. I don't know. Yeah, like no, I'm I, just, I, I, like, I You know that, what I mean? I, like it's
0: I didn't like that argument when you started it, but it, it, it does make sense. It's still the same sport or the same game you're playing, yes. but it evolves year to year.
1: Yes, because you have different players. And so it's like, it's the same. I don't know. I really, I'm, anyways, I think people should check it out this season because I think it's going to be a really good one. And it's fast. It's only 26 days instead of 39. So they're like on like maximum speed right didn't you find I felt like I was like well
0: it seems like they also because I love that they didn't bring back any returning players I just i I feel like it gets a little redundant to be like ah this person's back ah they're back I don't think
1: they need to do that anymore like I think they're good unless they did another all-star one or whatever but I don't think they need to do that like I think it's changed enough they're good
0: I think their formula now should be you want people that have watched the show now for 20 years and you want gamers. You want people that are going to go out there and go ham, whether it's physically, whether mm-hmm. it's strategically, yeah. uh, friendship, emotional, like, uh, getting, um, alliances. Mm-hmm. Like these people are out there to play. And in the 26 days definitely add stakes. And I just, I like that. No one's out there because I feel like the earlier seasons, like we want, during 2020, we rewatched the first season mm-hmm. And people don't really know how to play at that point. No. Like it's not about like alliances or anything like that. It's evolved so much that now it's that's what it's all about. It's all about alliances and getting with the right group.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. And they have a lot of twists and turns and fun things added. So I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good season. I'm excited to see it.
0: Yeah. yeah I just wanted to mention that. Good job. Thank you. Uh so do you wanna go first? Yes. Okay. So I I do have I do have my little my little spiel. Okay. I did do some research on this movie.
1: Do you want to say it then, or do you want me to do it? Because I wrote it because I figured if I was doing it, I was doing the whole sh- thing. Okay. The can. whole sh- chicken spiel. You can. I don't. The spiel.
0: The Glockenspiel. Sure. Uh yeah, you can do it.
1: Okay, Amelie in 2001 by Jean-Pierre. I think it's Junet. Junet. I don't know because it's
0: yeah I would say So June. I,
1: June, that's what it looks like to me um so amelie is played by audrey again i don't know how to say this name either T- tau i think or Toto, or anyway she's so adorable she's kind of a mix like meg came down or meg came in while i was watching it and she goes she's kind of a mix of like audrey hepburn and like she said someone else but i can't remember but she's so uh, yeah
0: toto toto yeah I don't it's, know.
1: yeah anyway she's adorable so it is in French and it, there are subtitles um, which d- doesn't bother me at all like I, I'm fine with that so Amelie is this innocent naive girl who lives in Paris on and then she's d- she develops her own sense of justice and she decides to help those around her and along the way falls in love so it starts with She's in her apartment, and she hears that Princess Diana has died, and she drops this thing, and this ball goes, and it hits the baseboard, and the little piece falls, and she looks inside, and it's a little box, and in the box, it's like marbles and a picture and like like a little kid has done you know put in their memorabilia so she decides she's going to track this person down and when she does and she sees his reaction she decides like this is what I want to do I want to I want to help people she just wants to do good like she just wants to do nice things for people but not make it like it's her doing it like she kind of just forces things together so like for example I would just sort of few down but like her dad when the mom passed away, of course, we killed the mom. So uh, the dad is a this homebody, and she wants him to go and live. Like, he's still young enough. Like, she's, uh, Amelie is only 22 or 23 in this movie. So the dad's not old, and he just sits at home. And so she wants him to, like, go out and live and stuff. So he has this garden gnome, and she steals it one, one day and then gives it to a flight attendant friend. And then this flight attendant takes pictures with the gnome in front of, like, Ro- in rome and all these places around the world but sends these polar and they're polaroids so it can't be doctored at all right sends these polaroids to the dad and so amelie will be like oh you know did you find your gnome or whatever and then you know he'll tell her and she's just like well he you know the gnomes out there living like it's just like it it's quirky right the movie is definitely really quirky um that
0: also sounds like the the like a commercial for like a travel yeah yeah they have like the gnome.
1: Yes, yes, that is exactly. So I don't know which came first, but um and then her her one of her neighbors lost her husband in war, I believe. I kind of missed how he died, but she didn't really have any closure. So what she did was she stole the all the letters and then she she copied them and cut and pasted and made an uh like a goodbye letter or it wasn't even a goodbye letter. It was like a closure letter of like I love you. I'm going to buy us this house or whatever because she, the neighbor wasn't really sure where they stood or whatever. Anyway, so then she wrote a letter saying, <clears throat> sent it to the neighbor and be like, oh, this was from 10 years ago. Sorry, it got lost in the mail. So that made the neighbor really happy. Um, she helps one of her coworkers fall in love. Okay, but the best, best part of this movie, the best is... There is a grocer, like a grocery store, and the grocer who owns it, right? The owner of it is an asshole. Now we have to make it explicit, but he is an asshole to the, uh, his little worker. Like the, He's like, um, he definitely has some kind of development delay, and he's really, really mean to this kid, right? And I would say the kid's like, I don't know, like late teens or whatever, right? And he's always like making fun of him in front of people, and he's just, he's always really mean to him so she gets really mad about this so what she does is she breaks into this guy's like the owner's apartment and she and she messes with things but it's like the fun like the things that'll make you feel like you're going crazy without it being obvious someone was in her his place so for example she the first time she goes there she sets the alarm to 4 a.m then she changes the toothpaste with his foot cream So he starts, so it gets up at four and then he's brushing his teeth and it's the foot cream. Um, And then she changes the door handles on his bathroom. Like they're, they're, one is like a flat and one's a circular. So she just changes them. So he goes to open the door and he's, he can't grab it. So it's just like things like that where he's like, what, like he's kind of like, what is going on? Anyway, so then he's still mean. So she's, so we go along with other stories and then we get to, to, um, the grocer again, and he's being mean again to this to this kid, right? So, so she's like, nope, didn't learn his lesson. Okay, so she breaks in again, and this time she amps it up. So she changes his slippers to like a half size smaller. She um, she puts salt in his booze, and she changes like the lamp shades in the room, like so right. And then she does this other thing where when he when he plugs in the lamp, it kind of like sparks but nothing okay so then so he's scared now he's just like freaking out and he goes to sit down and he goes to call his mom on speed dial and she's changed the speed dial to a psychiatric ward (laughs) so it's so funny like she and this guy thinks he's going crazy but like so anyways and in the end there the guy that she falls in love with um he was like this worker He, he worked in a photo booth and she sent him on this like she sent him on like a kind of scavenger hunt thing and there was like a scrapbook involved. It was, I don't know. It's a really, really fun, sweet story. It is. I love it. It was cute. i was so glad. Oh, I just want to say one more thing. So what I love about this movie is they don't depend a lot on, there's not a lot of talking I found. Like it's very, it's more a visual and they don't like they don't depend on the dialogue a lot. So like, for example, when she sees the guy for the first time that she ends up falling in love with, they show like her heart and it's like her inside and it's like beating really fast. And so instead of her smiling or whatever, talking in her head, it's like you see her heart and it's like beating really fast. Like that's the kind of stuff they do. It's like visually you you just, you feel it from the visuals. Anyways, you should watch it because I think you would like it. you just you have to read the things so you you couldn't be on your phone or anything like you have to like
0: i think that's specifically me i'm like i don't do that
1: no no like you would yeah like you have you have to read it because it gives you more and done
0: um i was gonna throw in that there was an eye-opening experience with a blind man that she's like running him through and like, oh, Oh, this is... Oh
1: my God, I forgot about that. It's so funny. So he goes across the street and she grabs... So this is like right in the beginning when she's starting to do her good deeds. So she's basically running with this blind man and she's explaining everything, but on like hyper speed. Like it is so funny. Like it is a pretty funny movie too. Like it's not just... It's actually, I would say the romance is like minor compared to everything else. But yeah, she's going through (laughs) it. way she's doing it. she's like there are flowers she left and over here is this and blah, blah, blah. like she's just going like a mile a minute and this guy is like running and then all of a sudden she just like leaves him at the bottom of the stairs and like she goes off to the subway and she just like leaves this guy, and i'm like does he even know where he is like yeah it was pretty cute i'll
0: also throw in that um when she's cooking the plum cake and there's like he has to go get yeast
1: who has to get yeast the um, guy I,
0: I i didn't have any context but i just okay. saw that he was getting the yeast as but they had it in one not one shot but she was making the cake or whatever she's baking in some way and then over her shoulder is what he's doing which is going down to some like place
1: and getting the yeast or man. whatever
0: and then as he comes back he like brushes the It's like the things you used to have, uh, have on your the closet beads. door. Beads. Yeah. He like brushes oh, them and then yes. she sees it and that's how you can connect the whole scene.
1: Right. Yes. I do remember. That's a. Yeah. That's closer to the end. And that's when they're. Yeah. And there is a man who also has brittle bones. So like everything. Everything's padded in his house and they he's a painter and they have a really sweet relationship. It's a really fun movie. It made me really happy.
0: Unlike. That. A Clockwork Orange.
1: That's all you, man.
0: Which is a Stanley Kubrick 1971 film based on a novel by the same name. Follows Alex, um, a psychotic delinquent who is imprisoned for both murder and rape. Oh, okay. Uh, Definitely throw the explicit tag on this. Uh, When he volunteers for an experimental therapy um, to reduce his sentence, things go awry. Mm. Um, So I, I think it's... Important to say that it's a good thing you did not watch this okay, movie. Okay, thank you. It was banned in the United Kingdom for twenty-seven years. Wow, because of the content, a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alex leads his droogs which is what he calls like his gang. It's uh like NASDAQ. It's like two combined Russian words. Okay, they're very weird. He has like he has like makeup on. They're all wearing like top hats. Yeah, I watched the trailer, pans. so
1: I did see that part.
0: Um. It does have like this like you could see the reason they're doing what they're doing is like very like caveman. It's like this primal urge to I, mean, I feel bad saying rape, but like mm. they do that and right. fight and rob people and it's just wrong decision after wrong decision. Mm-hmm. And uh they use milk, but it's not I mean obviously like movie milk, but it's milk. Which is usually most people think of it as like pure pure and natural and like they even you could go back to like developmental stage of like breast milk. Right, right. But this milk has like a bunch of drugs in it, which leads them to do their crimes and then they don't think about it as much because they're on drugs. Because they're drugs, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a, It's a surprisingly like for how dark it is and how much violence and not inappropriate but just explicit content there is it is a free will and a good versus evil and you it's about choosing to be good and you could kind of just see even you could see from his parents his parents don't care about him so Mm. he just keeps amping up what he's doing right and it leads to eventually his droogs his gang members uh they turn on him and again use bringing back that symbolism of milk they like hit him in the face with like a milk bottle and turn him over to the police mm. and once he's in the police station they have this uh confrontation him and a couple of the cops and you could see the thugs or whatever you want to call them the gang like the people that aren't making the right choices that are on the side of evil mm-hmm. aren't just the people on the streets oh, okay. like he's a broken nose and the cop like press presses on it It mm. makes it even worse and he starts arguing back and they shove him down and they spit in his face and
1: Oh jeez.
0: Yeah. You know, it it wasn't pleasant. Right. As I as I go through all these elements. It's just it wasn't it wasn't a fun and happy film, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Uh they used a lot of religious imagery, which I didn't realize in a couple of scenes I had to like go back and be like, Are they doing this on purpose? And then I saw it a couple of times, and I'm like, Okay, so this is this is on purpose. So Alex has a snake, which for those people who go that's the tempting snake and it's to commit these not crimes but sins. well for for him it's crimes and, yeah, in the end the bible it's sins um alex even in his uh when he's in the experiments indulges in the old testament which is the most like primal murder pillage whatever all that stuff right and even his the, the story himself is a little similar to jesus that judas who's supposed to be his friend turns on him and sends him to be crucified even though not not real crucifixion Mm -hmm. and even faces at like the very end not that it it doesn't really give much away but he faces a type of resurrection which then turns him into a hero okay so it's deeper than you think because the The gang and like the really bad stuff is pretty early in the film, and then he kind of almost goes it's like through a redemption la- story. Kinda, yeah. Like okay. he goes through like a reform and through this like therapy, like uh, basically like turns off sins. Okay. Like he just yeah. becomes like a pure person. Okay. Um, there is a really uh, good quote from like one of the chaplains, which is "Goodness comes from within. Goodness is chosen." when a man cannot choose, he ceases to be a man.
1: Hmm.
0: So it's, it is, it's funny that it's, it's a good redemption story because he does all of these awful things. But then towards the end, you're thinking, okay, he redeemed himself. His friends end up cops, which oh. again, thugs for the government.
1: Right. Right.
0: And it's, it's a good, they, they torture him again, little Jesus Jesusy. And, yeah i think that's
1: do you do you now that you've watched it again or you've seen it before yeah Yeah, okay so do you feel like it deserves like do you understand why it's on this top 100 movie challenge
0: yes because even though it it is very gratuitous it it just it it almost does that as like a hook it reels you in and then it's not real like once he goes to jail and he goes through this reform it's not really like that okay Then it just becomes the redemption story. Yeah. Which, like, at the end of the day, is still not really gonna like. I know he went through his redemption, but it's still not a character I would like say good job. He was redeemed.
1: You're rooting. You're not. You weren't solely rooting for him or whatever. No. Besides
0: being the protagonist, it was just kind of like, okay, I guess we're just gonna try to cheer for him. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't the greatest. Um. Yeah. Again, Stanley Kubrick just his it's filmmaking just, is incredible yes, yes but it is very specific it, it's, it's hard for it's everybody to get into
1: for sure it's right like he, he's just he's a little he's weird he's out there yeah and, he and just, that's totally fine that's great it's just it might not be for everybody no just like
0: and he takes it to very extreme levels yeah cool all right let's get into our signatures yes so i'm Don't just look at my list Okay, (laughs) I feel like you say this like I'm gonna like cheat,
1: but I don't. I want it to be surprise. Okay. Okay.
0: So we have ten actors. Ten actors. We'll start with Brad Pitt.
1: Yeah, he was hard. (laughs) He is hard. Okay. So like when I think Brad Pitt, I think Twelve Monkeys, Fight Club, Seven. But I, for me, I think his signature is Legends of the Fall. Because I feel like that's where, well, first of all, people lost their minds because he was so cute in it or whatever. That's another thing with Brad Pitt I find. Like he's, I I understand why people think he's cute. I do think he's cute. um, But I think he's a better actor than he is cute. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like he gets underrated because he's so cute. So I picked Legends of the Fall as his signature and I picked his best performance, which was so hard for me. But I picked 12 Monkeys. Because he plays, like, that... Remember, his eye's all funny, and he plays, like, the like the weird guy. Yeah. I like it.
0: I definitely... Seven was definitely a movie that came into my head. Um, I'm surprised, because wasn't Thelma and Louise, like, the first one? I know it, he's yes, not a major character, yes, but that's how that's, people kind of discovered yes, him. Yes,
1: but I think Legends of the Fall was, like, it was about... Like, it was... He was, like, a main character. Right. Like, Le- like, Thelma and Louise, they just, like... It was, like, a hotel scene type thing, right?
0: Yeah. And, like, Troy.
1: Yeah. He had a lot though. Like he had a, it was hard to, he definitely went on a run. Like when I was looking through his IMDb, he went on a really good run there. The whole like 12 monkeys fight club seven. Like that was all in a, a span of time that I was like, wow, you were really. And then it's funny because there was not really any oh, accolations for those awesome performances. And then he gets one for once a time in Hollywood, which I really liked. I just think he's had better. But yeah. you tell me, you tell me, was, in case you picked it.
0: No, no, no. It was almost like the Leo, Leo with Revenant. Yeah. It's almost like a lifetime achievement. Totally. I like, though, that I picked two different movies from what you chose. Good. Tell me. Um, I say the signature the iconic is probably fight club yeah i feel like that's the one most people would go back to
1: (laughs) yeah i think you're right
0: um i'm gonna throw in a third category for not all of them and i didn't write it down so i'm just gonna come up with these off the top of my head okay of my favorite my favorite brad pitt performance is moneyball oh yeah yeah not only do i love that movie and it's sports sports, but i just think he's really good in it.
1: yeah he's really good in it
0: but his best and well i said i just have favorite the best to me is inglorious bastards
1: I know. I had that one, too. I was like, ugh. Because he's so funny when he's doing his like accent. That,
0: that's, the, to me, the part when he tries to. He's like, I'm trying to be an Italian. <laughs> yes. And he's just so terrible at it. He's
1: so bad. I know. He is really good. Ah, it's so hard. But yeah. Uh,
0: next up, Adam Driver.
1: Adam Driver. I was like, this is where I leave you, Star Wars. But I picked for his, I'm going to go Signature first. Signature, I picked Black Klansman. I don't know. I could. I could be swayed, but and and I think his best performance was *A Marriage Story*, and I will fight anybody to the death for this one. I feel very strongly that that was, from what we've seen of him so far, which I think he'll be forever. I think any movie he's in is solid gold. But *Marriage Story*, especially that scene with him and Scarlett, where they're crying and they're fighting and they're and
0: oh, I just wish you were dead.
1: It's so good. It's so good. Okay, tell me
0: oh. um if anything i would argue there the way you had it oh. i would reverse it
1: did i re- oh i have arrows maybe i'd said it wrong oh i yes. do see i have arrows <laughs> so maybe i did say it wrong
0: so that marriage story is the iconic like the signature well just what what is your bit like you don't have to look yeah, at the list. yeah yeah that's would you-
1: true um no i'm gonna still say his best performance is marriage story no i'm still yeah, best performance as a marriage star. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, The signature, I, I'm just going to say cheated on this one. I just put Star Wars because I don't know which one. Like, it's just, he's really good as that character. Totally
1: agree. He is so good.
0: To me, though, his best is Black Landsman. Yeah. I just, I go back to that movie and I love John David Washington. Not that he's oh, terrible in so it. So good. Or not that he's bad in it. But to me, that's one of those, even though Adam Driver wasn't the star of that movie, he took over that movie.
1: He really stole the scenes.
0: And- to me, I would just love to hear the uh what goes into having to be racist yeah, and, and I think the I think it would probably be easier for that role because he has to pretend to be racist,
1: yes, yes, no, I agree. but no, I, I mean, I had it, right? I mean, I was right there with you. I just I really feel like marriage story deserves something i just think his he was just off the chart so good
0: i think it's just that them two together did such a good job maybe
1: maybe you're right yeah maybe it's like the performance together yeah oh, so good oh my god adam driver's just one of my favorites i love him so much uh
0: next up mm. one a bit on the sadder side but i think it's still yes. important chat yeah, with Boseman. of
1: course yeah so i said signature black panther yeah like i, 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 I don't know how you don't say that because i feel like that's his signature movie Mm -hmm. but i said his best performance was 42
0: wow we got that one the same yeah that was the
1: easy that was actually pretty easy for me i was like very firm on like this is like and i've seen him in you know the five bloods and black
0: marini's black bottom yeah
1: that one and i've seen him in everything that was on his list i pretty much have seen so but i 42 there's just something about that performance
0: especially that he has these iconic people that he's played. Like he was James Brown. He was uh, Ernie Davis in the express, which I forgot he was in that. Is he Ernie Davis? I'm going to double check that. I'm pretty sure he might've been a little uh, young at that point, but he has this like appeal as Jackie Robinson because he, like everything we heard about Jackie Robinson was that he was just a mild mannered, like, quiet like can be boastful on the baseball diamond but like overall was just like wasn't about the spotlight
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: um the funny thing is black panther 100 percent. i'm not arguing it's his, his signature performance to me that's not even his best performance as t'challa
1: right no no i agree civil i would war. say civil war was he was so good in that because he was so mad right and yeah, no, I was thinking that too. I was thinking when I said Black Panther, I didn't. I was thinking the same thing as you put for Star Wars for Adam Driver. I was just thinking like him as Black Panther is, is just incredible.
0: He wasn't Ernie Davis. He was in the movie, but The, the oh, Express okay. is really good. Um, I'll also throw out Draft Day just because I love that. And in that movie, he's like the boastful, like you should draft me first overall because look at this, look at the film, like has like the proof to back it up. And he's just... It's different because he's not because like I feel like in most of his movies he's not like the boastful type, right. but yeah. in draft day he is. yeah. Uh, next up we got Morgan Freeman. Oh
1: my God. again, seven
0: mm-hmm.
1: Gone baby gone, I thought of. I love that movie, but I he yeah, I put for his signature, I put million dollar baby. 'Cause I really loved him in that and he did win an Oscar for it. So I feel like he's a hard one though, because everything I don't know when I think of Morgan Freeman, if would I think Million Dollar Baby? Like I was like, I don't know if I would. But I said for his best performance was Driving Miss Daisy. Because he was so good in it. I, I don't know. I could be swayed for anything for Morgan Freeman, though. Like, when I looked at it, I was like, you could literally tell me any of them. And I would be like, yeah, I agree. Because he's just, he's always good, right?
0: Yeah. When I was putting this list together, I realized Signature was, honestly, for the most part, I think it's overrated movies that these people have done. Okay. But it's just, it's the it's the one people will think of.
1: Yeah. But I don't know what people would think of if they heard Morgan Freeman.
0: See, I'm surprised you didn't say this, but I think of a movie that he narrated that he was the star of Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's what I put for signature.
1: Yeah, I think you're right on that. Well, it's not right. No, but I'm just thinking about it now and I'm like, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's so good in that movie. It's such a good movie, right? Mm-hmm. And then what'd you say for your best performance?
0: Uh, this is a weird one because he's a side character, but I just think he's so good in both Batman, Batman. Begins and I The Dark Batman. Knight. Yeah. The Dark Knight, just because it's like one of those, that's that must be on there, on this list somewhere, like yeah. for a top 100 movie challenge. But like, it is just, it's such a good movie that everybody, if you take one person out of that movie, it doesn't work the same.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree for sure. Yeah, I know. That's... That's true. I think you're right on the Shawshank. I'm going to change that.
0: Uh, next up, we got Robert De Niro.
1: Again, I mean, you're talking like Taxi Driver, and that's where you get the line, are you talking to me? But I wouldn't even say that's his, for me, because I don't know that movie. It was in the 70s. I just know that line, but I don't know that movie as Robert De Niro. So I put his signature as Raging Ball because I feel like that's what people would think of. I don't know. If-
0: I I. I do I do have a different movie, but I, I definitely did consider Raging Bull because it's just it's a it's a good story. It's especially one of those funny ones that it was like made in 1980, but it's set in 1950. Yeah. So it's in black and white.
1: Right. Um, I have two. <laughs> I just couldn't decide. OK, listen, I'll I'll pick the, one. The
0: only the only argument I will have is if it's two movies that are in a similar.
1: OK, they're not. OK, so one is Goodfellas. And then the other one is Silver Linings Playbook because he plays um, Bradley Cooper's dad and he is so good in that movie. Like they're all so good, but there's something about Robert De Niro in that movie that is because um, he's like a bookie and I, I don't know. I really loved him in that movie. But then I'm like, is that his best performance though when you have like something up against goodfellas and so maybe that's it's where you more throw like... it in
0: the third category of silver linings playbook's your favorite
1: yeah i think i'm gonna say that it's my favorite but i think his best performance is goodfellas
0: so i have goodfellas as the signature yeah it's hard also to pick against the godfather it is it's a, it's a tough balance So to me goodfellas i think of him more for that even though it's the more of ray liotta yeah uh I was trying to just think of jokes cuz I feel like him and Al Pacino have made some questionable the co- questionable decisions over the past few years but I just thought about saying like the intern right meet the movie, fockers Yeah. <laughs> um, but ultimately they went with taxi driver which is funny yeah. that you said you didn't know it because it's from the 70s and
1: then you picked seen it
0: seen it in a film class yeah and it's more than just that scene it's once you build up to that scene you're like wow this guy is crazy and like yeah. it's just like the imagery and the character you the journey you go on with a character like that is... and he won
1: an oscar for it right pretty sure he won an oscar for that
0: i think so i can double he, at check at least he
1: was no, i know he was nominated for it because i think he's been nominated a few times and i think that was definitely one of them
0: taxi driver mohawk um i was also trying to remember if it was scorsese and it was yeah um looking it up trying to stall, stall for, for time stall, da, da. Um, who's been your favorite one so far?
1: For picking? Yeah. Um, I liked Adam well, I love Adam Driver. I think he's my favorite. And there's another one coming up. There's one coming up that I was like, I really love him, but I don't know a lot of his movies now that once I looked it up I was like, huh, I feel like he's maybe a little newer on my love list.
0: Ooh, a love list. I have
1: a love list, yes. Uh nominated. Nominated.
0: Um and I can't find the year, the yeah, rest. No worse.
1: I think it, that taxi driver was out. It was definitely in the 70s because I looked, I think it was like 70.
0: 72, I think. Oh. Uh, maybe maybe later, 76. Yeah. In the 70s.
1: In the 70s.
0: Next up, Christoph Waltz.
1: <laughs> You're going to be mad at me, but I literally just put Inglorious ba- Bastards, Django Unchained. I don't know how you pick, how you separate those two. Did you separate them?
0: Oh, I separated them.
1: So you have those two movies. No. Oh my god! I can't even wait to hear this. Okay, I think I think I'm gonna go with Signature and Glorious Bastards, but I think his best performance was Django. Oh, so hard though. He's so good in Glorious Bastards.
0: Okay, this go. this is this is where I told you I have one that's both. Glorious Bastards, to me, is both. Yeah. It, I love Django and I think he's great in it. But he just... Not that he's a side character to J- Jamie Foxx, yeah. but I just think Jamie Foxx is so good in that. Yeah. And that Christoph Waltz, to me, although it's Brad Pitt's best performance, I still think he's the second best person in that movie because Christoph Waltz is just an unbelievably amazing I villain. I mean,
1: that beginning scene with the milk at the farm like there's just menacing there's nothing and then when he sees the girl again and they're in the restaurant with the girl like the way he delivers his lines and his in his cockiness and his yeah like there's just yeah there's i don't know it's a good one
0: so i had it for both all right uh next up tom hanks
1: (laughs) i have So many. I had such a hard time with him. He has so. You know what it is about him? I realized when I looked through his IMDb. He doesn't. He has such a range. Like he's like. You know. I loved him from. Like the movie Big. And then he did like Apollo 13. And Philadelphia. And. Then he would do a war movie with Saving Private Ryan, then Polar Express, then like Sully, Bridge of Spies. Like he is such a range. It's hard to like, it's hard for me to narrow in. And then I was thinking Castaway, and like, right. I was like, what are you? Anyways, I said Signature. I said Forrest Gump. Like I think that is his signature movie. But Best Performance, I actually couldn't pick one. Like I was really, I really struggled. Like I want Polar Express because it's one of my favorite movies. But just like his voice yeah well they did put those stuff all over him
0: i i threw i'll throw out that i was gonna put toy story as one of them but that's just my favorite tom hanks yeah um signature i went with Castaway because yeah yeah i just i don't like it as much and then also he got to a point where he started doing like the same movie over and over again like sully and captain phillips and greyhound
1: right and then he did. Um, but then he had a romantic comedy run in there with like, you've got mail, I think, and Us in Seattle. Like, that's what I mean by range. Like, man, that guy's like, he's done it all.
0: Turner and Hooch.
1: Oh, I loved that movie.
0: Uh, the best, though, to me is Horace Gump.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's going to be my, I used, I'm going to use the same. I think I'm going to say Forrest Gump for both. Because I don't have a best performance. And I think I struggled because I was like, well, if his best, if his signature is Forrest Gump. How would I pick a best performance? Because Forrest Gump is uh, like off the charts no. for, her, for a performance, right? Yeah. I just had to turn my page.
0: <laughs> uh, next up, we got Oscar Isaac. This
1: is where I struggled. I love Oscar Isaac, but I feel like it's a new love. He's on my new love list. And I had a really hard time picking like, I, I put Signature Star Wars because that's the way I think of him. Mm-hmm. But I also but i i don't know and then i put but i think his best performance was ex machina 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 Machina. god
0: i love that movie and he's gonna be in dune
1: i know he's got and he had like triple frontier and he had like life itself and a most violent year like he's had movies
0: Really throw? i mean he is good in that life itself yeah, yeah even no, it's though it's terrible. the most awful movie it's ever it's the
1: saddest thing i've ever seen in my life but he is, um, he's, he is really good in it. Um, he's hes just one of my favorites if I see him in the movie. I just know it's going to be good because he's great. And he's Poe <laughs> from Star Wars.
0: I'm glad that I can i can throw in a, a different one in okay, there. I good. think his signature is inside Lewin Davis.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he is Lewin Davis. Well, yeah. That makes sense.
0: And for his best, I got so si- specific with the Star Wars and Force Awakens. Oh,
1: nice! Because
0: that's how you get to see the kind of Han Solo-ish in him when he's on the phone. Or is that the first one? No, that might be that might be one of the other ones mm. when he's like, "Oh, is this General Hux?" Ed, yeah, uh, tall, <laughs> uh, pale. I he's don't such, think he says ginger, but he should. He's such a I. He's Damn. so funny. Uh, next up, this is, this is probably my favorite one just because this is the one where I just, I couldn't, I couldn't pick. I, yeah. I I'd picked, but it's difficult.
1: It is difficult. I had a hard time with him too. Um, Jesse P- P- Plummons. Yeah. Um, I said signature Friday Night Lights, which I know is a TV show, but I was like, that's how I know him. Like that is, but I feel bad because I feel like he's leaps and bounds from a TV teen show like he's such a good actor but I was like everything he's been in though I yeah I don't know if that was like his best his signature I don't know tell me what you did
0: um so I did I didn't put Friday Night Lights but I definitely thought about it most people would think of Breaking Bad
1: yeah I had Breaking Bad on my list too but
0: uh Judas and the Black Messiah which not like a signature but just being uh part of it yeah uh fargo he's been a big part of i put
1: fargo as his best performance because dad told me to okay. well he just said it's like he's so good in it
0: so signature is just because i i want to bring more attention to this performance but the black mirror episode uss mm-hmm. callister where he i don't even want to give away the kind of character he plays but it's one of the most unbelievable performances because it all those all the black mirror stories are so like wild and out there and this one kind of kind of reels you in and you think it's going to be normal and you almost forget it's a Black Mirror episode and right. then it just takes these crazy turns. Takes
1: you on a journey. I like a good journey.
0: And best performance, it's funny to think it's, it's supposed to be a comedic movie. It does get serious. There is some kidnapping, some murder in there. But he is just, he was the show stopper in Game Night.
1: Right. <laughs> like
0: he's so good in that.
1: Yeah, he's good in it like it's such a silly sh- movie but yeah
0: in a movie where it's Jason Bateman and Kyle Chandler Rachel McAdams like there's a lot of good people in that but yeah. to me it just every time he's on the screen I'm like I I just want to follow this guy
1: yeah cuz he was the cop who lived next door yeah, yeah. didn't he have the white cat
0: a uh, dog that Do- they, uh, just gets blood all over <laughs> <Yes>. it
1: <laughs> and shakes everywhere he and it's, it's
0: like his it's like a shrine to his wife i think yeah. died
1: or left or but left. he says died yeah, yeah. oh
0: yeah because they have a yeah. conversation about yeah. it uh our last one last one jamie mr
1: fox, fox. um i put as his best performance i'm d- i'm doubting myself now okay i put as his signature ray because he did win an oscar and i think playing ray charles is like really incredible i think he did a great job but I think his best performance is Django,
0: which I'm I'm gonna say I put Django for both. Okay, okay. Because it's he's he is unbelievable. But I threw in another movie that I'm just gonna put it in like the he's underrated because of I'm gonna honestly I know it's gonna be cheating again, but it's gonna be three movies. Okay. Because he's like okay in the first Horrible Bosses. He's really good in the second one. Yeah. And Baby Driver. And
1: Baby Driver. He's really,
0: he really good in Baby Driver. He's
1: really good in Baby Driver. Yeah, he is good in that movie. Because right. Jan- Django
0: is definitely the best, and it's the one I'm always going to remember him for. But Baby Driver is probably my favorite.
1: He's also really good in a movie called The Kingdom. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's a really good movie, and he was really good in that. But yeah, he's the good Mr. Fox. If you're listening,
0: right? I also like. I, and then I thought of him like, ah, oh, he is also really good in Any Given Sunday. Just the he is the like it's such a good.
1: He's a good villain in Spider-Man. No? I Spider-Man? mean, he's
0: good, but like the movie Yeah, wasn't. yeah, but. Um, and it's just like, any, with any given Sunday, it's just one of those like blueprints of like, it was weird, not weird at the time, but it was different at the time for there to be a black quarterback. Mm-hmm. And now it's such a like normal thing that you have this like case study that's obviously fake. But most of the football stuff they did pretty good with yeah. in that movie.
1: Yeah, it's good.
0: Say so yeah, that's. Uh, let's pick our next movie. All
1: right. I'm not look. I'm not looking. Okay. I pick eleven.
0: Number eleven. That is the Matrix.
1: Oh, fun. Blue pill or red pill.
0: Both. Purple pill.
1: <laughs> Put your hands together. I take them both.
0: All right. Well, The Matrix is fun, which is mean we're gonna means we're gonna get a movie Uh-oh. like Vertigo. Oh jeez. Number forty six, Seven Samurai.
1: Okay. Seven.
0: Do Sam, say? Seven Samurai? Okay. Seven Samurai. I remember
1: there was a really good samurai movie. It was, it was actually Tom Cruise, but it was really good.
0: This is.
1: I think that was called The Last Samurai, though.
0: Yeah, there's, so there's also a few adaptations from okay. Seven Samurai. The Magnificent Seven, both iterations. Um, So yeah, this is going to be interesting. It's 1954.
1: Okay. Well, this is exciting.
0: I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm, I'm reading about so, it. Well, don't read it's about it. It's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Oh, wow. I'm excited. 8.6
0: 8. IMDb. I imagine... Oh my goodness! Is
1: that three hours? <laughs>
0: it's three hours and thirty minutes. Wow, that is but a
1: commitment, man. It is. I'm in BC this weekend too. Samurai,
0: okay. Seven Samurai,
1: Seven Samurai,
0: and The Matrix. I still have I still have a veto at one point. I'm not gonna use it for this.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I I guess. Is there anything else?
1: I got nothing else, Jack.
0: All right. Then besides that, we'll see you next time.
1: Bye.